Nakore Apparel is a lifestyle brand inspired by and created for those who unabashedly seek, speak, and live in truth. Nakore is the African Adinkra symbol for truthfulness, and the clothes speak truth in all its forms with the ultimate aim of love and justice. If you're down to expand the culture, break barriers, and eradicate injustice wherever you find it, then Nakore Apparel is the brand for you. Go to NakoreApparel.com. That's N O K O R E Apparel.com. Nakore Apparel for Truth Tellers. Brainstorm on the mic with you right now, coming to you live and direct with episode number 364 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. The DMST Podcast is back. Thank you to everybody tuning in on the Dual Podcast, Facebook, and YouTube. Um, Everybody else tuning in throughout the week Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Tune In Radio app, No Wooshka. No Wooshka. No, no, no. Anywhere, wherever, however. However you get your podcast, we thank y'all for tuning in this week. Playboy, how you feeling? What's going on, man? Feeling great, man. Playboy the DJ, Playboy D-A-D-J. Another show, another week, man. Let's get it. All right, Dev, how you feeling? Feeling good, man. Ready to go, ready to have some fun. Talk this shh. Have some fun, man. All right. Another hey, before we show. go, like, comment, subscribe now. Yeah, yeah, all that. Like, yeah, I, I got, I got to put that in rotation. Mm-hmm. Like, like us over on Facebook. Like mm-hmm. us on at YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like us. Uh, follow us on um on on um um IG. Mm-hmm. I was looking at our Twitter the other day. I got to get back to tweeting. Yeah, we got to tweet. Um, we gotta post um, stuff on follow us on our on our Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Both of those are DMST Boys B O Y Z. Playboy, how was your week? Uh, my week was cool, man. Um, <clears throat> I had to switch up my schedule this week because of work. Um, some uh, professional duties. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, getting ready for a presentation. I got to present next week to the president and the vice president of the company. So uh, it was it was kind of stressful switching up, you know, a little bit. But um, other than that, man, it was great. I mean, I, I take it all in; it's all positive, man. So my week was good, man. All right, Def, how was your week? Sheesh, week week was okay. Week was cool. Um, yeah, nothing too crazy. Work. We finally had a snow day. Finally, it was. It was. We woke years. up. It was pretty crazy out there. Yeah, it was Mayfield. crazy on Tuesday. I mean, it we was. had a good. Probably five or six inches yeah. of snow out there. Yeah, it was, and it was cold, so they didn't. Yeah, they didn't I, I knew that's what it was going to be. It was yeah. the cold, and then the yeah. snow hit. Because I remember yeah. on Monday, what was it? Tuesday, Tuesday right? Yeah. On Monday night, I was telling Carly, I'm like, yeah, he probably ain't going to school mm-hmm. tomorrow. So. And people, I can't. And people was like, man, we, man, yeah, we yeah, had to go. Yeah, to, we do. Yeah, we yeah do but we, like we we shouldn't have been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we used to walk to school in a foot of snow, and we yeah. should not have been in them damn uh, beef and broccoli Thames with our feet all cold. Yeah, we did. You sat the truck through everything. Yeah, that shit was not right. Yeah, I mean that's that's one of the things we gotta we gotta do us better as adults. Like we we put the stuff we went through that actually did make us tougher, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we want to put that on our on our kids, and we really can't not or not all of that stuff. So that's one of those things. Like you said, we really shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. You know, we we didn't have to be out there. It, it's just, dude, it, it's just so easy for them. You know, Amir was sleeping. You know, so uh, you know, Kalisha wake up. She's like, oh yeah, they don't have school, so she go upstairs to tell him and turn off his alarm and stuff like that. But 
You know, because I think she got that message at about 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, I got my Nigga, we would have had to be up. I mean, obviously, technology mm-hmm. is so much better. We would have had to be up watching TV, the shit scrolling in super mm-hmm. slow motion, and if you miss your, your letter, <laughs> you gotta wait the all shit got to go all the way back around before you even realize you out of school or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so much better for them these days. What's nothing better than that, though? What oh, yeah. nothing better than that? you see that, that boy come across the screen? <laughs> and then that was because people, because people now don't go outside like that. I guess they do get fun. Where like they get on Facetime, but right. it's almost like it's oh, we would like we, you cracked the dough. Been on. I hit my nigga Tiger or somebody like, hey, we, we get outside, we start making igloos. Like it wasn't right. nothing better than that. that. Would have been oh, a football day. day on our street. Yep. Yeah. On Savannah, we'd have been football. We'd have had a good mm-hmm. hour, yeah. couple oh, yeah. hours. Yeah. Oh and yeah. And then went inside for like thirty minutes to yep. work, and they came back make outside. Out. Yep. But we used to we used to also make like we, we it was uh yeah we used to obviously play football and all that kind of stuff. But I never the, the most fun I ever had on a snow day. It was like a terrible snow day. I mean, mm-hmm. this had. I mean, this is like the early nineties, and we made it's this it's this why it's this uh, laundry mat up by uh, up by um, Save a Lot on Noble. It used to be a McDonald's. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. The McDonald's tore down. Yep. But it's a it's a laundry mat right, laundry mat right next to it. Yeah. And up against the wall in the parking lot of the laundry mat, mm-hmm. it was like eight of us. Yeah. And we took all the snow. Pushed it up, then dug it out, and like made an igloo out there. Probably yeah. the most fun I ever had on a snow day. Yeah, but we got out. We put we had we put socks on our hands, like three or four pairs. of socks. Oh yeah, because niggas ain't had gloves. Couple <laughs> pairs of couple I, pairs of that pants. was me, nigga. Yeah. That was me couple all day long. Pants, two coats, hat, socks on our hands. And we went up there and but made. But you couldn't us. keep us out though. You couldn't. You couldn't keep us. Oh, it was so fun, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, whenever you got the notification, it's pretty much probably eat a little something. Like you got to wait till yep. the sun come all the way up or whatever. But yeah. at some point, at some point, you was gonna be. Outside. We was all gonna link and go you was outside. Gonna be outside. Yeah. Like the the thought that's stuck in my mind is like you know how snow get on gloves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How you you can like you pick up some snow when it's on your gloves, and then when you stretch your hands out, it like breaks, but it's still attached to your gloves. Mm-hmm. And you can like flip it off. And then when you was, you know, I used, to, I used to throw the snow up and try to catch it on my tongue and shit. It was some wild shit, man. It's that's that's these are the stories that people tell when we didn't have shit to do. <laughs> we had shit to do, right. man. We, it, it wasn't like you know at home. He was like, oh, uh, he had bright and early. I ain't even been awake five minutes. Mm-hmm. Can I play my game today? Yeah, like exactly. Like, for us, it would be like, yo, we got to get we outside. outside, man. It was so fun, man. Those snow days used to be so fun, man. Yeah. I remember back in the day, um, in East Cleveland, when we did go outside, like you said, a football day. Mm-hmm. And you got a whole bunch of snow. That's when you start playing sideline pop. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, we play sideline pop regardless. <laughs> we we yeah, did too. Yeah. We did too. Like if it was snow on the street like that, <laughs> you you, you, could, you could play tackle, tackle everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Got man, all that shit. Man. Yeah, yeah it'd be fun, man. Snow days used to be the funnest, man. So my daughter was excited too. She, you know, she we because I got up. I was almost ready to go because he was one of the last ones. Our school goes along with CMSD, and it was like seven. It was almost seven o'clock. It was like six fifty. Yeah. Before we got ours. Oh, I'm gonna say this too about that real quick. I know we're gonna transition. Man, I was um riding down the damn street and something just made my heart just flutter mm-hmm. that I don't know if that still exists around your neighborhoods or whatever. Mm-hmm. That we used to I seen little boys and little girls with they shovels mm-hmm. trying to shovel people's driveways and stuff. I mean it wasn't happening out there where I was, but I know shout out to the homie Joy. I know she had put on Facebook that her son was out there. Um, mm-hmm. he, he played for Glenville mm-hmm. too. Shout out to Glenville. They back to back state champ. Shout out to the inner city school. Yes, for doing sir. It. But uh, she had put on there that um, they, he was out there trying to make some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she had put on Facebook and I forgot to share the post, but just he was like, 
she's like, I'll bring them wherever. If you need your job, your driveway done, you mm-hmm. know, he trying to make some money. So I'm like, that's good to see that yeah. you out there hustling still yeah, and just I love you know, going to make some money. Because we have people did that when we was younger. I ain't gonna lie, I mm-hmm. made a business decision. I'm like, we in on Tuesday. Everybody, mm-hmm. Leo was sick, Mackenzie was done, I'm in the crib. I'm like, okay, nobody you ain't gonna shovel today. It's gonna be fifty on Thursday. I'm about to make sit. a business decision to let this shit ride. Yeah, right. I, I ain't wanna, shovel. I, I went. On, shovel. I, I went on and went out and shovel because no. I'm like, all right, just just we ain't I, have to I, leave. I, really, leave I mean, I get. I mean, we really ain't have to leave neither. But I'm just like, all right, mailman. That's or that. That's that new. That, that's, that's that new homeowner shit, nigga. Fuck that. And I ain't want to. I ain't want to hear this bitch like, good morning, my neighbors. Good morning. Fuck you. Fuck you too. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> and yeah, I went on. I went on and went out there and shoveled oh, on Tuesday. Man. I made a business decision because I know it's gonna be a day in the coming months where it's gonna snow, and I'm gonna look at that damn uh, forecast, and it's gonna say 22 degrees on Wednesday, 20 degrees on Thursday, 19 degrees. I'm like, fuck, and ain't going nowhere. So I gotta go it. shovel the snow. But when I saw 50 on Thursday, I said, oh, this shit gonna be gone by Thursday at five o'clock. I'm not touching this shit. Right. And God be damned. It, it happened though. Yeah. If in forty eight hours that snow wasn't gone. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I get better, you know. But yeah, yeah no, I, ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with it. I feel it. Um, but how was yeah, your week, man? Everything been good, man. It's just trying to get through the last the last little um, push of the year for work with um, getting these offices to get to met to meet their metrics and stuff like that. So it's all good. Meeting with people. That's it. Real, man. real quick. I mean, it's knocking on wood because life could change in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, like it's Christmas time is coming. Mm-hmm. And like, well, social media now is completely just fun to me. It's all it is. Right. It is, it, it, it has completely missed, gone past the part, point where I believe it matters. It's just fun. And like, I'll, watch people post stuff and they post it like my budget is this tight during December and I'm like at this age almost what would I be next year 42 next year I, I we have gotten to the point in our house where like Christmas time is not oh shit how am I supposed to get these gifts like we've kind of I watch people stressing over and I'm like y'all just young and ain't really figured out how to you know December coming in January. Like you, you know this is coming. You know so the older you get, the more the, you prep December. yourself. So we pretty much got paid last week and then you knock out Christmas. Or you get stuff over a couple period of months and then you knock out the rest at the end right. of and then you just spend December waiting to wrap gifts. You know what I'm saying? Like right. It don't have to. It doesn't have to be this stressful. But social media make you believe that everybody got five dollars and they got to buy a hundred, hundred and fifteen thousand dollars worth of gifts. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I just look at social media now and I'm like, okay, people just haven't figured life out that that well yet, and that's okay. And it's because I don't, I, I don't be relating to everything. I don't be relating to the mm-hmm. mindset that women be having against men. I don't be relating to the mindset that men be having for women. I don't be relating to. I ain't like why y'all ain't ready for Christmas. <laughs> I don't. That doesn't. Niggas don't plan out their life a little bit better right. than like. Just, I can see. I can so see. Extenuating circumstances like brain. So you just bought a house. Right. I can see. All right. And not, got married. 
Yeah, and got married. Right, yeah. So, all right, yeah, insinuating yeah. circumstances. Like, yeah. that's different than just, I'm unprepared and I forgot Christmas was coming in 15, 20 days. Right. What you been doing? The fuck y'all been doing? Right. But then I look at them like, oh, these people are 27. They 31. They don't, they, they ain't figured this shit out right. yet. Life, life is way more simple than people be making it be on social media. So I just look at this shit for entertainment like purposes. You said, like social media tell the story, it ain't. Now, so depending on what you got going, like you just said, brainstorms bought a home, mm-hmm. married, you know. Now some Christmases could be, you know, a little less extravagant depending on what we got going on. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? But but I, prep, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. No, no. But then prep for that, and it, I, it's entertainment to me because, like, if that's the case, mm-hmm. then why is you broadcasting that on social media? Right. If your life, if everybody going, that's why I knocked on wood. Everybody go through a little transition. Yeah, right, 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 right. You could lose a job. You right. could have to take a demotion at your job. You yeah. could have money and not have the money. Okay, that's the case. Then, like, right. all right, cool. I feel it. You know what I'm saying? But right. why are we not? Nigga, my father talk about the seven P's. Why are we not prior proper planning to prevent piss poor performance? Like, why? If I lost my job, then we got to downgrade Christmas a bit, right? So now that it's December third, it's not a shock that you know what I'm saying. I don't know. It's just no, I agree with you. You had those circumstances that everybody. What I see a lot of times in these conversations about anything. Not you. I'm not talking about you. No, I'm talking general on social media. Yeah. People will see these extreme situations. That's what I was about to use. The, and the try to word, explain that out for the masses. Extreme. Yeah. Social media is extreme. It's the extremes. Stuff. That's all it's it is. It's extremes. extremes. And so it's entertainment. Other than some funny stuff, everything is extremes. We only get. We Even the funny stuff is extreme because it's yeah. so funny. I mean, we don't get to see the middle of the road stuff. We only get, mm-hmm. we don't even really get to see middle of the road reactions. I, like, I refuse to think, even when you're looking at stuff like Shade Room or whatever, when people put stuff up there, that even when you start going through the comments, I think we get the most extreme of comments. Even yeah. If, even if, because we never stroll through a million comments that's there, we but we get, get like the, seven. yeah, we get the most extreme. It's like, you got you know, they got to have algorithms because it just can't be this person think that all women is right. And this person think that all men is right. Like it ain't nobody with sense in these comments. Yeah. This is the thing. This is speaking of comments. I mean, I know I'm throwing intellectual property out into the world for somebody to steal, but somebody got to do. I don't know if it's our, in our in our interest to do it. That's why I'm bringing it up because I don't think it's a venture for us. Mm-hmm. But somebody got to do a podcast called the Comment Section because the comment sections on Shade Room no, and other you, places that, that's, that's funny good, that's as a, fuck. That's a good one. We're going to strike that from the record. Cause yeah. That's actually a good one. Because right. I was just sitting Nigga, here thinking that'll be so when, when you first first brought up social media I'm like we need to just damn to have a segment on the show to just we talk just about one of the craziest things we see or something so that might we might have to strike that yeah, from we, the record yeah, yeah, not, not, I, know, I know I'm giving away intellectual property talk to the court reporter <laughs> uh, court reporter hey, uh, or, or whoever they be doing but court. I swear to God speaking like you talk about the shade room you go to a post on the shade room or somewhere else a black love bible yeah. black hit, uh, Hollywood unlock nigga the first 10 to 15 comments be absolutely bangers wild. Man, the shit they were saying about T.I. Son this week on there was hilarious. So what all really happened with that? So I guess we can start was, transitioning. We can start there. It was at the Falcons game. Uh, I mean, I guess we could play the... the, the, the I don't want to play the video because they ain't going to be able to hear it. Um, no, they will be able to hear it. Yeah, we fixed that part. We fixed that part. Um, they were at a Atlanta Falcons game. And they started like beefing back, like going back and forth about. So was they in like a, a suite or something? I thought they like they might have been on a field. Yeah, I think they was out amongst the people at that point. Okay. Um. Let's see. Um. They were okay. I'm sorry. Pausing during this during this shit is is, is wild. Um. So they uh they 
we'll explain it. They went to a um a Atlanta Falcons game and somehow they got he got on his somebody started recording or he started recording or maybe he was on live, King, T I son. And they started going back and forth about how he wanted to be in the hood and then the tread is a whole different conversation we can have mm-hmm. too. How he wanted to be in the hood. And they was like, You had a silver spoon in your mouth. He said, I ain't had no silver spoon. I was over grandma's house. They said you begged to go over. So I guess the grandma still lived in the hood. Mm-hmm. T I and Tiny lived behind the gates. He was begging to go over there to be with the niggas in the streets. They ended up going to school from his grandma's house and going to a school that was a regular school and them niggas was fucking with him and he had to fight. His videos him fighting in the bathroom. But he he like chose the life. He, ch- he chose the type of hood. Yeah, that's 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 the part that annoyed. So T.I. went off on it and he, then he tried to like check his father. He tried to like he tried he tried to like, uh, like nigga, you capping, you capping to to Ti, but nigga, tip really from Bankhead, like exactly. stop playing with niggas, right? Exactly. And so Ti choked his ass up, yeah, at the Falcons game, rightfully so, rightfully so. But and, and like, it's a it's a it's a catch twenty two for me because they provided a lot. I don't know what y'all think about this. They provided a life for him, and mm-hmm. I, I saw you know I watched a couple things about this before we uh, before we recorded. So, you know, hearing other people's perspective, Mary, with my see what y'all think, man. But it's catch 22. Like, they provided a great life for their kids, and the whole goal is to provide a better life for your kids than you had. Mm-hmm. But also, one of the reasons why kids want to be a part of the hood and shit like that is because people like T.I. made the hood seem mm-hmm. so attractive. Like, there's a glorification to the hood sounds exciting than a motherfucker. If you don't die, if you don't get shot, it is Scarface in real life. It's boys in the hood in real life. For the and people the, that don't live and, there. And the people maybe. who don't live there. And these niggas is so good at creating pictures and, and great songs on a beat. It's romanticized. It's, it's, it's almost, it's almost modern feel, day mafia. Uh, okay. It's almost feel good. Yeah, it's modern day mafia. Music makes you yes. feel good. Okay. So it makes the the same nigga who trying to protect his son from going there has also pinned some of the most beautifully crafted art that makes you want to go to where he's from. Right. So this nigga is a walking oxymoron. Yep. I've used my pen from this fucked up existence to create a life for you that you don't have to go there. But I'm so good at what I do. You hear my music and you want to go to be a part of the life that I'm trying to keep you away from. Right. But the when it all boils down, nigga King, every nigga in the hood. It's only one or two. Let me break down to the Kings because King don't know this. In every hood in America, it's one or two niggas is crazy. That would choose to kill niggas yep. and sell dope no matter what. Right. Mm-hmm. For the rest of them, for the rest of us, if you give us an out, we taking it. Right. And I don't for some reason that part's not registering for him. You wanting to go be a part of this lifestyle is asinine to ninety nine percent of yeah, the niggas. I'm about in the to lifestyle. say, yeah, that that ninety five, ninety eight percent of these people is trying to get out. Because only a few niggas is literally, you know the niggas in the hood, like this nigga crazy. Like this nigga was born to be a murderer. Okay. Like this thing is this thing the lifestyle didn't choose him. He chose his life. It's a few niggas. My nigga Tigers. A couple people that's a love. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Look though. Yeah. Y'all remember Mario Lacey from oh, your yeah. year? It's a couple niggas that stole off. Just won't stop. Love them niggas to death. Yeah. Throw it off a little bit. Yeah. 
for the rest of them. If you get them niggas out, they'll take it, King. Like, so you wanting to go into Bankhead and the trap and the and the bandos. I'll take you to the bando. I'll take you to the bando. Nigga, you don't gotta right. take you talking to T.I., nigga. Right. He, he 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 made bandos the, the, the slang. You saying bando because your daddy right. talked about him. Right. In, mm-hmm. in, in, in his raps. What are we talking he, about? He, he had them. He controlled a, a few of them. Nobody right. called him bandos. The niggas from Atlanta started calling them bandos. Yeah. You don't have to take T.I. to the bando. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay. It's just nothing to do. <sighs> It's and just disheartening. It's, it's to always going to be, but it's always going to be befuddling to us. Yes, to, yes. At least to people like us again, because it's if you grew up in that, no matter what level of it you was on, like if yeah. you grew up in EC, you saw shit around you. Even if your home might have been good, you still saw shit around you. It was your neighbor. It was people down the street from you. It was people around the corner from you. It was always something. So mm-hmm. for the people, again, that that lived there, there's nothing to make you be like. You know what? This shit looks fun. Yeah. It's always it's, yeah. it's all it always takes me back to the to the line in the movie that Ti was in the ATL movie where the nigga was like, "Nigga, you got a Picasso in your house." Yeah, yeah. And you here you go trying to ride down into, into the hood because you want to go skate down in the hood and you want to be this and you want to be like, "Nigga, you got a Picasso in your house. You can keep the piss in the hallway." Mm-hmm. Like I, I it, 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 it's always gonna be it's always gonna be insane to people that's trying to get out of it, you know? Yeah. So. It's, it's because, it's, as well, as it's generational, man. Yeah. We, and, and I ain't even talking about the past 10, 15, 20 years. Bro, we can go back to the fucking 60s and mm-hmm. 50s when you had Bumpy Johnson. Everybody looked up to Bumpy Johnson. But this is a nigga that killed people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, ran numbers. Are, we This goes into what I was saying earlier, but we can just I can just tie mm-hmm. it in to, to what, you, what you started as far as the conversation. We glorify all... The wrong shit. Yeah. yeah, we mentioned it pre-show. Yeah, do some other shit with Charles yeah. White. Yeah, we glorify everything that for real, for real. When it comes to the law and everything, yeah, we glorify it. And a person could be a like I, I ain't saying no names, but mm-hmm. I've seen some people, you know, unfortunately, um, that have passed away over the years. Mm-hmm. And I personally knew and knew how they were growing up from, and not saying that people can't change. Mm-hmm. But I remember these people being bullies, these people being dope boys, these people being niggas Menace that was- to society, nigga. And all the, every, especially women and niggas mm-hmm. just glorified them to the utmost mm-hmm. and looked at them like they was the man and this and this and that. Why do we do, I, I can't figure out for the life of me why we glorify all, think about it. Top of your head. I think- but we, Hold on, real mm-hmm. quick. Top of your head. When it come to niggas in the hood, give me- in five seconds, just rough the top of your head. What's the number one hood movie? Boys in the Hood. Yeah, Boys in the Hood. Um, about, Society. Um, Colors. Scarface. And Scarface. I'm, about say, I'm about to say, but Scarface. it depends on what you're talking about. Like, but what, what I'm people just saying, like. Danny, Scarface. Yeah. My point people is, love that shit. that shit that we glorify. We glorify mm-hmm. niggas killing people, I, selling drugs. But go ahead. No, no, no I'm just speaking yeah. on what you're saying. Yeah. I think, what, what, as I've been like really stewing on it this week, I think it's more of romanticizing. I get it. Yeah. Because I don't know if I agree with you. I yeah. think some of us, I think the glorification comes from the people who are livid who and are in it, trying to make it look good. To, like, like uh, I had a tough life, but whatever. Like, the, it, I'm still standing. I'm still great. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. oh, nigga, you had to boil your hot water too because your gas got cut off. Out. You know what I'm saying? It's like a connecting tie. But I also believe that the art that we created 
romanticized it the same way Scarface and The Godfather romanticized mob movies. Right. And we're currently living, just, it just so happens, we're from the environment that's now romanticized. Right. Be, and why I think it's, rom, it, it's only, like I was joking, but it's only romanticized because you don't get killed. If yep. you can go to those places and be a fly on the wall, it seems it's the most exciting shit in the world. Strippers, drugs, guns, gangs, murder, mm-hmm. all kinds. Of, it's just, ooh, shit, I ain't ever seen it. And when you're not from there, you can go there and then nothing happens to you. You just get to watch all oh, this shit that's going on. And, oh, my God. It's a, it's, it's a movie. It's a movie. It's and a we're living shot. it. We were characters in a fucking movie. Walking mm-hmm. to a corner store right. in the mid-90s. Good luck, nigga. Trying to go get you a quarter water right. and, some, and a brownie and some fruities. And my whole thing is for people like that, I'm not judging nobody. Yeah. So that's first and foremost. But is this how the saying go? Is this really what you want? It's not. It's, like you really want to come down and see some like man, it, it just makes no sense. Because niggas like T.I. and everybody, Bone, whoever, Biggie, Tupac, Jay-Z, they're so talented at creating a visual picture. NWA. Nigga, the uh, f- Fat Furious Five, whatever the fuck, go back. Nigga, Sugar Hill Gang, they're so good at creating a visual picture. Nigga, pissy in the hallway, I don't know about. Nigga, they just create. It is so vivid, and you want to see it. Like, ooh, it's broken glass everywhere. Ooh, junkies on the corner. Hey, they don't but care. If it ain't about the money. I just don't care. Yeah, I just don't care. It's, it's like you want to go see it. It's like watching a car crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'll be real. I don't speak on nothing I don't, I don't either de- have dealt with or been involved in. Yeah. I'm guilty of it as well. Yeah. Honestly, we all guilty of it. Nigga. But I'm going to tell you real quick, real quick story. I'm at work and it's two cats that I work with, particularly on my shift, you know, or whatever. Um, we was all just sitting there conversating. Like I said, make a long story short. One got to saying we, we was joking, but they was for real. Like, nigga, I'm from Miles. Nigga, I'm from such a place. I'm like, well, nigga, I'm from EC. That's slightly a part of like glorifying, yes, like being because it's what n- we survive. Oh, I'm tougher than you, or yes. my hood tougher than you. You know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy, man. No, it's not. It's not. It's because it's because I get what you now. I get what you're saying. Though. But let me tell you. Let me tell you what it is though. Yeah. Because it because the survive surviving it does do something to your psyche. Yeah, it this, does. This 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 is the this is what I visualize when I see what other people see in in us in our upbringing. It is literally driving past the crash. Everybody wants to see the crash. Yep. That's but don't nobody one. really want to be the nigga in the front seat that got to get taken out by the jaws of life. That is you don't really want to be in this car, nigga. That's great. That's a great Like, one right I know there. you drive past it and you want to see it. Ooh, right. the front end fucked up. And ooh, them people trapped. And ooh, the, the airbags deployed. And ooh, shit, I think the one car on fire. Yep. You don't want to be in the car that's on fire, though. Right, exactly. For some reason, these niggas is not just driving past the car crash. I get it. It's human they nature. Want, they want to be they in wanna the They want to be in the front seat. They want to be in the car. Yep. Trying to get pulled up, nigga. Nobody and the fucked up part is, nigga. Nobody in the car crash wants to be in the crash. Right. And I don't know why y'all niggas is running into the crash. Mm-mm. I get why you want to see the crash. It makes it is an exciting thing. That car is not supposed to be shaped like that on the side of a highway. I get so it. So does that mean we got to stop? I mean, I I, I we see it's it hard though. Places. I mean, quick, do we got to stop? Wait, go ahead. It's hard. I know. Well, I don't know what you're about to say. It's hard because if you survive that car crash and get pulled out by the jaws of life, every church, synagogue, everything in the world is gonna have you testify. Then you testify, 
And it looks like you're glorifying, but you're really just exalting the fact that you survived that deadly car crash. So it's a, it's a catch. All this shit is a catch 22. I get in this car crash. I survive it. I tell the heroin story. It mm-hmm. makes me look like a fucking right. God to the right. people who had to experience or everybody in the crowd is like, oh, I got my uh, praise God that you survived it. But then what are you supposed to do? Not testify to the, to, to the, the, the happiness you have for coming out of it? So when you're talking to niggas at the job, you're like, I'm from EC, nigga. Right. I was in the front seat. I had to get pulled up by the jaws of life. Right. Yeah. It's human. And both it, of them human nature. And we was joking, but I literally was like, both. I almost got into a fight at work <laughs> oh, about, about three years ago. We was, just real quick, sitting there having a conversation with somebody at the table, and we got to talking, and they got the shitting on EC. Nigga, I slapped the table and stood up like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he don't love nothing about us, nigga. I mean, he was dogging like, man, motherfucker, man, this, this, man. But I'm, I said, nigga, you got one more time to say something about East Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I said, this going to be a motherfucking problem. Mm-hmm. I, this, exactly, I, I, I kid you. And me and him cool now. I could call him and put him on the phone and be like, nigga, remember I, we almost got to it about East Cleveland, nigga? He'd start laughing. But it's human nature, man. Yeah. And that's the mm-hmm. fucked up part of the T.I. King shit is the biggest. It is what we created. It is. The world we live in, it is the 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 mess that we've, the tango web we've weaved. weaved. Mm-hmm. Is T.I. has come up out of that shit, found a way to get up out of it by creating beautiful art, and that beautiful art is now influencing his own kid who he's trying to keep out of the shit. Right. But because he's so good at what he does, his kid wants to experience mm-hmm. the shit he wrote about. Right. So it's, it's so almost fucking like a, twisted. What, what, was the, what was the person in the news the other week? Um, uh, was it Michael Irvin's son? Yeah. When Michael Irvin had, had the dog his own son. Like, son, you rapping about this? Like, son, you grew up in a gated community. Like, what are you talking he about? He said you rapping about my life. Yeah, that's why, that's why I'm about to ask y'all. Like, so, I mean, I know it's easy, it's the easy thing to say, but don't we got to stop being the people that, yeah, that, that's glorifying what the people talking about the music? Half the shit the yeah. people talk, I think Fat, Fat Joe just said recently that he lied about most of the shit that was in the song. It's like, ding dong, of course. Yeah. Yes, everybody. Majority it's not, it's not saying you didn't go do this shit. It's not saying that people didn't sell some drugs at mm-hmm. some point or something like that, or your life wasn't fucked up. But if people can't understand that these, that these are stories that people are telling and, and it's an art form, I mean, like people sit down and write songs. Like people ain't just. I mean, this, 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 it's like so, we, so yeah, it's entertainment. So, so at some ask, point, though. don't we gotta stop being like, yo, hey, I love playing that shit though a lot of times. You it's know what hard. I mean? I, I, you write brainstorm, but it's hard. But it's hard to do it because it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's hard. No, it's hard to do it because our I mean it is entertainment. And our experience is we experienced a car crash. So once we tell our story, people who didn't experience that same trial. Is it's going to go to a part of their human existence mm. that's natural. They're gonna wanna know more. They're gonna wanna go to the O block. They're wanna gonna wanna go to Compton. They're gonna wanna see it, touch <laughs> it, taste it, feel it. They yeah. because it's so if you just say I grew up in East Cleveland in the 90s and it was the murder capital of the world from 94 to 95, automatically you got 85% of the population's attention. Yeah. Niggas gonna go to Google. They gonna start researching. They gonna start figuring out. Oh shit! This little city in the, on the outskirts of Cleveland was the. It's going to. It's hard. It's like it's either say nothing, and 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 disappear, or tell your story, and it's gonna be romanticized by the brains of humans. Like I'm romanticizing right now. <laughs> I got a man crush. Pause. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pause. You know. Whoa. 
I just got finished finally watching Snowfall all the way through. Oh, okay. okay. I want to be Franklin Satan this motherfucker now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To watch, yeah. him, watch him grow up from, from this and then blow up to be a man. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But no, for real. We have to stop glorifying yeah. the stuff that we know is morally wrong. Okay, so how do we tell the story without glorifying it? That's the question I think rappers got to find. I know we haven't come up with that, but that's the like, question they got to answer. Like, I, I get the aspect of yeah. um, coming from where you come from and telling mm-hmm. your story. I get that. But we have to find a way, like you just said, to figure out to the people that's coming mm-hmm. after us to be like, no, that ain't the way you want to go. Yeah. Like that shit. But it starts with it start with us. It's though. too many people that's still in that spot. Though. Yeah. It's, it's not yeah. as nearly as many people that's that's in the TI spots or yeah. whatever. The pro- I think where it starts more than anything is the people that's like us that get out of it. That's holding out. Just a, it just we we make we got made a decent life for ourselves or something mm-hmm. like that or whatever. We gotta start amplifying amplifying those voices more. Honestly, so and that probably starts with more with people like us. Like we got the uh, what is it the um, the uh, the YGB and on the wall and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like it starts with people like us actually going out there and doing like what is it that um that what's calling them are doing Ron Bailey and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, what's it yeah, yeah what what is it they doing like like stuff like we got to start amplifying those voices more because it's just like when you got people that don't have nothing but all they see is the people that do got and they getting in the bad ways yeah. or whatever that's all they fucking know until you got some people that just come and say yeah all right you can do better than this like yeah. you you can you can actually go and do this and you ain't got to go down these roads so it, it's i think it kind of starts there and that's the th- and that's the thing shout, shout out to the chat uh take a seat said it's hard like basically you can't it won't, it won't look as glamorous that's what that's i was true. Thinking, that's what i was thinking about is the even to the fat joe points you made and Nas said it Nas said it from back and these these are the stories from my project windows like Nas let it known from the beginning that i'm telling stories of what i saw the, yeah. the number one issue is until the hood is not the hood, yep. it's going to be hard. Because whether Fat Joe did it or not, people can still go to 99th and St. Clair. If you went to 99th and St. Clair right now to see Bones sign, yeah. you would see the sign. But when the last time I drove around 99th and St. Clair? It is, a, it is a relic. It is a museum of gangbangers and dope boys past mm. and present. Yep. If you have any... Uh, the, all the, that, the whole neighborhood. The whole neighborhood period. look like a goddamn movie scene it's, yeah. um, from B- Boys in the Hood. Even in, yeah. uh, in reading Rich's book. I just finished that mm. earlier this week because um, I got sidetracked. But it's like... I'm talking about he mentioned some point to put like the DuPont area and yeah. stuff and, and uh, playing ball down there. Yeah, I'm looking like mm. I used to play ball down yeah. there. You ride over there now it looked like a goddamn exactly. That's what I'm saying. If them if them places exist, if they still exist. That's the problem. So you can you can read Rich's mm-hmm. book, and you are gonna go into a fantasy world back. And to that's exactly Rich. what I was doing. I was flying through the book. Carlisha was you like, Carlisha was like, well, why are you so into it? Because he's like, because he from here. I'm like, yeah, it's like it's. He's telling stories. What's the name? He's of the telling. Book? It's called. Uh, uh, oh, he said Rich Paul. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's called. Okay. Um, uh, it's, it's the Jay Z lyric. Damn, it's on the top of my tip of my worthy, tongue. Worthy, a lucky me. Lucky me. A lucky me. Okay, um, I gotta get that. But uh, oh, it's a But I'm reading the book. And it's just like I'm like I'm telling her like he's telling stories. Oh, I think shit. that that thing keep going out. Um, we out out. The computer just went out. Oh no, we back. We still alive. We still I think alive? so. Yeah, we still alive. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm like I was just saying. Yeah, he telling stories that that uh, the TV went out though. Okay, I'll um, Yeah, but uh, I'm like, yeah, he's just telling stories that no matter what, in some way, shape, or form, we all lived it. Yeah. You know, like we ain't, I was out there selling like he was selling or something like mm-hmm. that. No, but we still live part of that life, you know? So it's just, it, it's it's easy for me to look at that and relate. Then you're talking about places that I've been at or I've, 
I've played ball at or I've I've been out there with my people's mm-hmm. at and something like that. It's just I relate. I relate to him talking about being on the bus and at some point when you grow up in Cleveland, you think the world is Cleveland. All you see is Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Right. If you hop to St. Clair, if you hop to Rapid, yep. or you ride this, Cleveland is Cleveland. It's a ton of yep. people I knew in life that did had never left the city. We were, were grown, had never left, let alone Ohio, had never barely left the city. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I can relate to that. I just, look, it, <clears throat> and I, I know we got transition, but no, no, under, under no circumstances, don't get it twisted. We all, we always say three, three brothers from East Cleveland. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of fun growing up. Oh, it was a, because nigga, because if you don't get murdered, right, it is you are living a movie. Yeah, you are. You're living a movie because it's a lot of people that we've known that passed away due to yeah, since violence and different mm-hmm. stuff that we could have easily been either one of us. I remember playing NBA Live on Sega in the in the living room. I ain't gonna tell you know. I had my homie, his older brother, in the kitchen cooking crack. Yeah. It is, uh, you might as well have brought John Singleton into the living room. Right. And said, action. Action. We were living a movie, man. Yeah. And you survived this shit. You look back on it and you, there's, think about what happens to the human body in a dangerous situation. You don't know that you in a dangerous situation, but nigga, somebody could have ran out of the house, kicked the door in, police could have ran in. Right. Who, who knows what could have happened? And you right. think back on it, you're like, ooh, shit, I survived. It's just human nature, man. Because it's, it's like a domino effect, too, yeah. because once you tell that story to somebody, they're going to be looking at you like, oh, you the man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Was, all you was doing was playing the video. Bruh, it's different <laughs> things that I, right, exactly. I'm just, nigga, I was just playing <laughs> Tecmo Bowl, nigga. What the, <laughs> the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I've told stories of different stuff that I haven't been through and people look at me like it, it's like automatic respect for yeah. certain things that you've been through. Yeah, that's the part that's gotta get changed though. Yeah, it has to get changed, man. Yeah. Cause I got guarantee you this. Different stuff that I've been through, I wish I could turn back the hands of time yeah. and not get involved with it. I'll tell you yeah. that much. Brit Bridges he said it's the famous people that have to change it. because uh, like you said, hearing or seeing it, it's, it's glamorous and that's all the kids want to do. I mean, that's true. It is true. It, it it is true. The only the problem, the, it's not even a problem. I want the problem makes it makes it sound bad. The 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 hurdle we'll have to jump over is in order for any art form, mm-hmm. whether it be painting, movies, music, whatever it is, it has. It's why I love my favorite genre. I talk about this shit all the time. My favorite genre of movies is love stories. My favorite yeah. genre of movies because it's universal. And everybody, even if you don't love nobody, something happened to take love out of you. Everybody can relate Mm -hmm. to some sort of love story, love lost, love gained, whatever the case may be. Everybody's had that, yeah. And there's a romantic side to any film, to be honest with you, no matter what it's about. It has to be, there has to be an arc, there has to be a... A, a, a villain there has to be an overcoming moment you ha- there has to be a romantic aspect to it yeah. man yeah. and until that is no longer the formula for art it's gonna be hard to create art without romanticizing the art you create and it just mm-hmm. so happens we're some of the greatest artists on earth right. and we come from these we we come from these derelict situations and because we come from such harsh existences our art's better that's true. It fuels the dopeness. 
It yeah. fuels. I want to get my mama out the hood, so nigga, I'll run every hill in the city to become the best wide receiver that you mm -hmm. ever seen. Mm -hmm. It fuels our existence. Right. That made me think about something that, that um, I, I had put in my. It was in my mind the other day. I forgot what I was watching, but it's just if we was the group that was on top, right? Mm -hmm. So say we was the white people that everything was given to us and just flip flip our whole histories. Mm -hmm. You know, we brought them over from somewhere, something like that. Like you know how we. We create the culture. You know, we create... I mean, everything stems from around what, what black people and black culture is. We're, mm -hmm. we're great athletes and all these things. Mm -hmm. I, and I was thinking, like, if it was flipped, like, would we just be running the world like they are, in a sense? Or mm -hmm. would it be like... Or would we be kind of lazy? Would they have yeah. adapted? And then they'd be like, okay, they will be the culture. I and they so. would be the hardest workers or whatever. Or is it because us? Because are we just that superior? Because we know we... Yeah, look, look at the sports leagues. And look at all these things create, or whatever. Athletically, they created... I mean, I'm... I'm they created us, mm. not in a not in that way. Fuck them, not like that. Like, but me, like they bred, they yeah, certain people slavery together, yeah. bred some. We got a genetic and strong advantage. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, they killed off. They fucked us the up. Weak, they they killed, killed off the weak ones. ones. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We don't. We don't. Our our uh, losing hair. You know, George Jefferson hair. Black men don't exist that much. No, this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> This nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, this nigga didn't take a direct oh, shot. You know what? I'm an EC, nigga. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. I'm talking about the daddies with the fanny packs and the thong mm -hmm. sandals. At, at the, we don't we don't really wait, have wait, wait, wait. those in our in our yeah, yeah. community that much. Now you I got a saying? complex. <laughs> my no. bad. My no, bad. I'm joking, man. I'm joking. But um, but I know you're talking about this. This goes right over into. Um, I guess our next our next topic. I mean, I know we can probably keep touching on that topic to, today and in the future. Mm -hmm. But if you was right into it, I know Playboy hadn't seen a bunch of stuff on it. But mm -hmm. Young Thug is on trial for uh for uh what's it called? Not racketeering, but uh Rico. Rico. He got yeah, a Rico, Rico charges for YSL. His <laughs> his lawyers are uh... his lawyer had the, the trial started. They had to open the statement. Mm-hmm. This nigga tried to tell the court that thug mm -hmm. stands for truly humble under God. Get the fuck <laughs> out of He did. He said that. He also tried to say that he made a song called Pushing P and it's still for pushing positivity. <laughs> That's what he said, though. That's what it's literally what he said. That's like he is he the lawyer from uh Mo Money? The Reverend Lawyer? Or That's some what shit? he said. The fuck out of here! But I mean, we about to pull up the push and pee lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Oh, push Yeah, this is the thing. Like you can't. I hate niggas so much, man. But the oh problem is, like, you, you have to you have to the comments on these posts, right? She's not lesbian. She pee. She turned pesbian. This thing is what is we talking about? You hop in the comments. That's all you see in it. It's just stuff like that. One is funny. Um, Who? It's just. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I saw the um the, the the switching of the thug, whatever. That's the funny part about lyrics, though. You, you can you can say, you can interpret them to mean whatever you want them to mean. Though. You can't, you can't, you 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 you, <laughs> you can't uh you can't really hold on hold on. Thug stands for what again? Uh, <laughs> truly humble under, under God. God. <laughs> truly humble under. Is this a national anthem in this motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> under God. Oh, wow. I love it, nigga. Though, purple pint, pussy pink, bitch. I'm pushing P. Yeah, yeah. That stands for pushing positivity. 
It's uh, they, they call it, he pop a P, not a perk. He's popping a positivity pill. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, pop a P, you know what I'm saying. It's like, it's hey, like, hey, pop a P. Y'all got some peas. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Kalisha just said. So his job is to introduce reasonable doubt. That that's that's his job. Yeah. So in that this in that is respect, irrational doubt. <laughs> <laughs> in that sense, he's doing his job. It, but you know, it's oh. a lot of people. In the, it's a lot of people in the comments defending um uh, young young Thizzle, uh that he should be getting off. But you can interpret lyrics to be whatever you need them to be in any, any situation, though. So Man. if he's if he's one nation indivisible under God <laughs> with liberty <laughs> and justice for all, then goddamn it, then that's what he is. And who are we to tell? Tell the people that that's not what it stands for. Oh man, that's funny. That is funny. I don't think they're gonna go for it though, man. But that's another one of the things with people. I mean, I guess he, I guess he was living a life that he was rapping about or whatever. I don't even know what all his charges is really for. To be honest, I haven't put that much energy into looking at what all the, of his the, charges. The only are thing for. that may save him is because the uh, the the prosecution keep withholding evidence, and the judge got mad. Can I, can I tell you the? First? Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. tell you the first truth bar on here. Yeah, go ahead. Pointers in the protect in my piece. I'm pushing P. Cop new hammers for my P. We don't want no peace. So why are you buying guns? That's that's not can can you repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> repeat Cops new hammers for my P. We don't want no peace. He's obviously buying new hammers <laughs> for, the, pistol, for, for, for the project. <laughs> For the project Habit- that, that for the project that he's completing, Habitat for Humanity. That's God it. Damn That's it. what he's doing. God. That's what, next line. Okay. All next right. line. <laughs> got a got a spot across the spot just for peas. Bando. Drop the no, drop no. the dot. Then we plotting exotic peas. So he got a spot across the spot. <laughs> So he's investing in real oh, estate. I see what you're doing now. He, oh, he, shout out to DJ Envy. Okay. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's investing in real estate to, to build his community. What's that second line? Drop the dot, then we plotting exotic peas. Exotic? See, the dot. Uh-huh. The dot is what's what's the term uh, uh when they come and take over your communities and they flip it up what oh, is gentrification it? the dot is 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 gentrification is, yeah he's dotting gentrification <laughs> as he's targeting his next okay. his next uh his next investment okay his next investment she's not a lesbian and exotic is his is his is his portfolio oh because he got stuff over he got it's, it's places portfolio, overseas right yeah this one she's not a lesbian for p she turned pesbian she's not a, so <laughs> So what he said. So, lesbian in its truest form usually <laughs> usually means woman on woman. But in this case, it's the sisters helping up the other sisters in our community. Positive lesbian. Positive lesbian. Positive lesbian. Is, That's it. Uh, Preach, my brother. That's it, man. See, oh, Intra- man. introducing doubt. There you go. Holy. See, Portuguese on her knees, Ooh, mopping wow. down a pee. Okay, Portuguese on this. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, we, we, made, we made our point. We made our point. <laughs> Brace, like, hold the fuck out. She let me squeeze, then she leave because she keep it pee. <sighs> <laughs> That's a tough for you out there. <laughs> That's a tough for you. I can't. I saw this this week and I ain't laughed harder. Oh, in my man. life, and YSL don't mean young slime life. 
the gang they throw up. They said it means Eve Saint Laurent, the clothing brand. I can talk see about talking about he like to wear women's pants and he he do those. Hey. Do they show pictures of him in pictures with uh with women's pants on? Hey, I can I can see it. When you guilty to the motherfucker, this is the, <laughs> <laughs> this is the last this is a, resort. This is a classic case of a nigga will do anything. <laughs> uh, say anything for that freedom. Nigga, uh, this is the last resort to get out of jail, boy. Oh, my God. That's that hilarious. Said, we, change, we, we gotta find some acronyms for your name, brother. Yeah. That- <laughs> Truly, he said, man, I gotta find a video. I gotta find a video. See, oh, it ain't popping up up there. Yeah. We're gonna do it. But he in the court, like, he, he's, a, he's a rapper. And yes, he goes by Young Thug. But Thug, truly humble <laughs> under God. I said, get the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's one of the funniest, man. I ain't laughed that hard all week, man. I will say that's the laugh, no, the hardest I laughed all week is the video I sent y'all. Oh, yeah. The nigga from the Kendra, Dree, uh, the Kendra uh, G show. Yeah. My man, hey, let me just tell y'all something. Oh. Whenever a dude tell y'all, I'm sorry, y'all. Sorry, sorry if I'm giving away secrets. If, if a nigga ever tell you, man, I can't win for losing out here, man. And he doing his hands like this. Hey, man, man. I don't know what to tell you there. Say, hey, man, if that nigga ever looks at you and says that. Don't, don't, let, him, don't let him go fist in the hand. That's, that's what he's really like that. I'm just trying to Hey, like, man. Hey, man. That's hey. hilarious. Hey, hey, if he tell you that, if he looking you right in the face, that nigga's lying to you. Oh man, man. Hey, yeah, man. that video I can't was funny too. losing out here, man. Hey. Oh, that's the, no, that's the hardest I've laughed all week. I, I wish I had sent that to oh, you no. right, right I to you. Sent, I should have. Uh, I was. I got to start doing screen records on that and then sending it by email because like when you're trying to pull it up on IG, it's hard. And, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I oh, might have man. to put that onto our um our DMST page because yeah. that shit was hilarious to me. All right, what else? We, what else we got, man? Uh, well, we got time too. We ain't um, get an hour yet. But uh, so okay. Which one we want to do? Which one? Okay. Can we stop saying real quick? Can we stop saying the Boosie is broke? They said, but well, they said Boosie broke because he keep asking people back. Uh, no, give me my motherfucking royalties. I keep, I keep seeing people, and this guy maybe it's young See, people. Man, I can't maybe it's young people, people man. but it's just like people are like, oh yeah, he need that bread or something like that. It's no, just like I do, I can, do, it, I need all mine. It's just like at some point, that man got the right to ask for his money. If you sample his song, he got the right to say, "Hey man, run me my money." People like oh that it's 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 you know the it's, it's giving, giving it's giving it's broke giving. yeah yeah you know and and it's funny it's funny how niggas that say it's giving broke that's really broke <laughs> like like let's it's go. giving pressed it's giving yeah, <laughs> I am pressed nigga I am pressed for my fucking yes yeah I am I mean it's weird it's just like like. It, He's sitting at home listening to people sample his songs or whatever. It don't matter if it was ten years later or something like that. It's just if it's if it's his work and it's his stuff. It's like go ahead and pay that man his money. Mm-hmm. Like he can ask for it anytime he want to ask for. It. But people is oh yes, it's really giving this right now. But it's like no, it ain't. Mm-hmm. He just he just want his money. He want his bread. That's his. That's it. If 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 I took the time out, if you become boosy, man, you you gotta protect. It's, I mean. It's your livelihood, and I, and I don't even like boosy all like that. To be honest, me, I'm not. A, but it's your livelihood. Like we got jobs, you know what I'm saying? Like this is these niggas' jobs, man, yeah. and that's how he make his money. So give him his money. Mm-hmm. If my job didn't give me my check, I, mean, I, was just, I was just about to say, yeah, I'm gonna go get my money. You can call me whatever the fuck you want to call me, but I know they better cut the check. Man, let me see somebody go to their job for two for two weeks and work, and they supposed to get paid, and the bosses be looking like, well, uh, well, uh, I mean. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, you can't win for losing out here. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah, let a nigga tell you that you're going to want your bread. 
Yeah. Or you ain't coming to work tomorrow. So I mean, people need to stop. Corey Qu- Qu- said, "Why they put it on? Had to put it on social media, though." I, I mean, I get it. I think people like him. Th- this all goes back to see our job is is we're in the professional world. I people like him, Duval, Fifty, all these people. I believe part of their this is my belief. I would believe that part of their yearly budget is how much money can I make off social media? Yeah. Because of my following and because I can make money from the things that I post, I have to factor in, maybe I want to bring in $120,000 this year on social media posts alone. And the more traction they get, the more money they get, or Mm -hmm. $12,000, I don't care how much it is, Mm -hmm. $500. If it's part of your budget, then you know what? If we got five dollars for every post we made, I would be a posting ass oh, shit. nigga. You hear mm-hmm. me? You would all you would see on your timeline was DMST posts about everything. I right, I just got a flat tire post. <laughs> I call Playboy, that nigga ain't answer the phone. Post, post. somebody reach out to that nigga, make him call me. I, I would post. I can't everything. win for losing. I can't post. Win. <laughs> <laughs> I, to... I don't know what to tell you. Post. But no, I think I really think that's part of it. I, but that was part of my thing with social media this week. I started looking at it, just being like, "Oh, this is all a it's all entertainment. It's all entertainment. That's all it is. It's, it's a TV station. Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's it is the truth. For sometimes, like you post posted yesterday mm-hmm. or the day before about the Canada Drive yeah, and the ginger yeah, ale. Yeah. You had to take it to the people. Yeah, I had to say. And what the people say? The people <laughs> said you was right. Can Ain't we talk no about Canada that? Drive out there, man. Can you we know? talk about that? Can we talk about that? I mean, the Seagram thing is one thing. Can we talk about the real issue? What's that? Why do the women we love so much and they love us? I know they love us. Here we go. I know they love us. We love them. We'll do anything for them. We'll give you a life for them. Why do they just go against us for no reason? I don't know. I'm sitting in the living room <laughs> and I bring it up. Right. <laughs> I just bring it up casually. Right. Because I just got back from the store. I went and got some water and some ginger ale. And I'm just like, damn, I can't, you know, I, I don't mind Seagrams. I really don't. It's all right. But if, I'm if like, Canada Dry is not available. Yeah, it's not, but which Seagrams is not. It's good. <laughs> I'm a Vernon's guy, by the way. Yeah, we are. So that's, that's a wild yeah. statement. Yeah, we ain't going to touch that. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm from EC, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you niggas. But no, I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, I'm just trying to have a casual conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, man, it's crazy. I see Vernon, uh, I'm not Vernon's. Seagrams anywhere. I don't see Canada Dry no more. What, what is it about the beautiful, lovely women in your life that just want to go against? I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just pull this out of my arse? Like <laughs> clearly, clearly, this is an, 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 an astute observation that I've thought so much about that, that I brought it up unsolicited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> And you know what you know what it frustrates us the most? You know what it frustrates us the most? It's when we put thought into the thing and you know the other beautiful, lovely person in your life has put zero thought into the thing you're talking about. Right. But they now they got a stance. Right. And they got to stand on business. Yeah, they got to stand on business. They stand on business. Ain't thought about this. <laughs> but now they standing on business on something <laughs> they ain't thought two seconds about. And you've been contemplating for hours on a drive home. Right. You bring it up after hours of research. Them. He said the hours of research. <laughs> fresh on top of that 
they don't. They're just going to take the opposing point of view. Yeah. And so, you know what I had to do? I had to go to the people. Right. I had to go to Facebook. I don't think my phone has dinged that many times in an hour. I'm telling you. Yeah. I saw your post and I told you pre-show. I said, I thought about it randomly a, a week and a half ago because I or two weeks ago when I, I was I did sick. too. Yeah. And I was in the store looking for ginger ale and I just thought uh, like two to three sections was full of Seagram's ginger ale. And I was like, yo, nigga, where's Canada? Eight foot- I, went, I went to two stores and didn't see no Canada Drive because that's my favorite one. Me too. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I guess I got to get to Seagram's. And, and Chrome, you should think about it. At home. The last time I bought ginger ale, it was Seagram's. That's why I had that two liter of sea. In fact, it was when I had to get my colonoscopy. Because okay. you only could drink like light well, liquids. Light, light liquids, yeah. Uh, bet. Couldn't find it. No. I don't know what where. it is. And I was like, God, where's the Canada Dry? And I ain't seen Canada Dry in about three weeks to a month. Yeah. Right. It confirmed. It. I started seeing it about a couple weeks before Thanksgiving. Then when I went to Wisconsin, I said, yeah. oh, shit. Okay. Something up. Because yeah. I don't even see. We I don't to, even see this we need, shit. We probably need to Google state. like if it's like a shortage or something. With Somebody the, told happened. me on the post that um, they bought out the they bought out ginger ale in the in the Coke division. So I guess it's Seagrams now. Oh, so yeah, I mean something. that's what I I don't know if that's true. But all I know I heard I, something like that too. That I walked into a store and it was an eight foot display of Seagrams. It was like twelve pack, twelve pack, two liters, two liters, two liters, two liters, six pack. I said, what the. F- what what is y'all what is in here? Crack? Like why the fuck are y'all yeah. trying to sell me the Seagram so they bad? They flooding that they flooding that like they flooded crack in the Nigga, community. Nigga, they flooding the market <laughs> with hotel pro in this market. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, I couldn't find it nowhere. So so when you posted it, I laughed about it. <laughs> like yeah, he ain't lying. You can't find Canada Dry nowhere. And so if you can get it marks and Target, but it's probably the leftover supply mm-hmm. until they run out. It's so crazy that you would bring up that post. Because, like I said, when I was sitting there in the store, mm-hmm. I went to like three or four different stores. Mm-hmm. I kept seeing fucking Seagram's. <laughs> Seagram's. I'm like, I'm sitting there mm-hmm. looking like. Like, I've seen it before. I've never seen the Seagram's 20 ounce yeah. ever in my life. Mm-hmm. I've seen like Seagram's 12 packs or a two liter. But like the 20 ounce next to a Coke, I'm like, nigga, where? Yeah. Because it's the visual is so different. It's a clear bottle with the yellow ginger ale. Mm-hmm. I'm used to the green bottle. So it didn't even catch my eye. Yeah, I'm like, there's no. But they've switched it up now. Now their label is dark green. Mm-hmm. Seagram's now, yeah, they switched their label up and everything yeah. now. So yeah, it's Seagram's crazy. was Seagram's gin. You know what I'm saying? That's right. all yeah. I knew that's, it that's, up. That's right. Dang. But Jane I juice. just, I just love the fact that you know you've reached peak relationship. You know that woman loves you when she don't agree with shit you say the first time. <laughs> like all of it. <laughs> like all of it. If you say something, she don't agree. That woman loves you. Cause God damn boy, <laughs> that's the true test of the relationship. That's the true test right. of the relationship. Go home, black man. The Browns have to play today. No, they no, don't. They, they don't. play, they they play, play on Tuesday. <laughs> I knew you love me, girl. <laughs> you really love me. Huh? He really love me. You don't really you? love me. <laughs> oh, it's not like you it, really man. fuck with me, don't you? <laughs> oh man, uh, I funny. saw a picture that, uh, this week too. I think I think one of y'all might have shared it too. Uh, I think you should. I think you put it on your story, Dave, the mm. with the spoons and stuff. Yeah, what do people call that in they in they hood? Because I think I think we just called it spoons. Yeah, we just called it spoons. You know, breaking the spoons. Oh yeah, yeah I yeah. think we just called it. Spoons. And we did more pencils at Caledonia. We did like, pencils to too. I, yeah. I can remember how my thumbs would feel holding the pencil that's getting broke. Yeah, that yeah. shit used to hurt so bad, yeah. man. Yeah. But yeah, we used to play pencils. We played spoons more too. But I don't know how. You, like, nigga, I used to. Man, it was that was so nostalgic that post because mm-hmm. we used to play spoons. Yeah. But whoever would go first, it was numbers on the back of the spoon. So on the mm-hmm. back of the spoon, on the stem, right above the little circle was numbers. Mm-hmm. Whoever had the lowest number could go first. Yep. And then you right. had to break spoons. Yeah, that shit was fun, man. Yeah. 
Why remember them days? Yeah, back in the day, man. Sitting up in the study hall. Mm-hmm. And uh, playing pencils, man. Pencil break and shit. Yeah. Tuck, pencil break. We was in study Playing tuck for money. I lost oh, yeah. a lot of We money. grew up in a movie. Yeah. I, we I, grew up. I, nigga, I, you I, I we was in study hall playing tuck for money? I made that lunch money plenty of times in school. Mm-hmm. And I lost my lunch money plenty of times in school. Mm-hmm. Easy. Hey, yeah, like you said, our, our, our life is a movie. It was a it's movie, just like, man. It's just like it's it's that's that's another reason why we're so creative because we've lived through so many things that the mm-hmm. stories we tell, like for us, it's life, and to other people, it is a story. It's it that's why going back to what we were talking to previously, that's why it is appealing to people that don't live it. It's a movie to them. Mm-hmm. It's a TV yeah, show to is. them. Like for us, it's foreign. Yeah, I mean, like lit. I mean, and and it's. And it's and it's weird because shit is scary. Doesn't like, I remember you talking about watching the niggas get shot out in front of your house and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. That would be entertaining to somebody. And for you, you like, God damn it, a motherfucker just got shot in front of my guy. Did they see me? I hope they ain't see me. Turn yeah. off these lights and shit yeah. like it's just it's just but that's entertainment to people. Mm-hmm. When they got the shit beat it. out of them, I didn't know whether he got shot or beat up all nigga knows it's a it's a it's a convenient on I think that's Allendale's across from it's across from uh um Angela Mia on Euclid. Yeah, so you got right Euclid and then yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And in the front, they got a bunch of yellow posts mm-hmm. on the shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, right where you park. Right there, yep. Me and my cousin coming out, nigga bloody. I didn't know if he got shot, beat up, or what all I know is he was bleeding from his face and everything all over. We just, we ran. But yeah. like you come out from that, you don't know what's going on. You don't mm-hmm. know did he get stabbed up? Did he get, I don't know. All I know is I gotta get out of here. Yeah. And get back to six crib. He we had a his homie had six fingers. <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> he had a little baby finger on the on the end down here. They called him six. Oh, okay. Uh, he had an extra finger. Yeah, yeah. And they was Muslim. They lived uh I can't remember the name of the street, but it was if you went all the way down Noble, it was one street over to the right. Noble anyway, anyway. I was watching um the Kevin Hart thing last night that was on Peacock, his last comedy thing that came out. He somehow that's how um, nicknames are like nicknames. He said the best nicknames are all fucked up. Basically. That is fun. We called the nigga six. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. That's how it is for nicknames. Yeah. Reminds him daily. It reminds him daily. Like it, the of best of nicknames that is the shit that, that you kind of it's kind of like some obvious fucked up shit about somebody yeah. or something. Yeah. Or not even fucked up. Shout out, shout out to Leah again. Or just obvious. Leah's the muse. I love her to death. This ain't this ain't not. It's just funny. This ain't a, a shot. This is just funny as fuck. This is what black people do. And I love the fact that we also black and Leah, we black to the motherfucker. So we be riding, <laughs> we be riding, and Leah don't. So if somebody fucking up driving, she'd be like, make a turn in that goddamn Honda Accord. Like, what's wrong with the car? <laughs> in that fucking, in that fucking Grand Caravan. Like, hey, real like talk, somehow that car. Talk, I'll do that shit too. I'll be like, get that piece of shit out of <laughs> my way, man. She say the name of the car. Oh, no, nah, She'd be I, like, that Chevy, get that goddamn Chevy Cruze nah. out the way. Get that 1999. <laughs> <laughs> niggas, niggas take a shot at the thing that you have and make you ashamed of it, nigga. <laughs> niggas be like, all right, with them boots. Like, oh, damn, I thought my shit was cool. <laughs> nah, I, I think I think black people just observing like that. That's why that's why oh, ladies should be out there. Oh, some black people be like, all right, um, uh, 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 all right, yellow jacket yeah. or something like that. I'm like, we, uh, we just visual. Like, like we go point something out that we see. 
So I don't know, man. Maybe, oh, maybe it's so just funny, man. it's almost like that that thing you see on the internet. It's like the the black urge too, and then it'd be like ten straight things on IG. It'd be like the black urge to mm-hmm. to know gotta know whose baby is crying or making all that noise in the store right. or something like that. It's just it's it's innate in us, man. Man, the funniest one recently, man. That's why I love it's so entertaining. The funniest one is that goddamn Scotty Pippen sitting courtside with man. the smell. Oh um, my god! It, it's like he like he smelled. It said black women when any when a kid don't have a coat and uh, it's like you looking at him under yeah. sixty degrees. Oh, it'll be funny as hell. Yeah, People, that's that, that's that's the beauty. That's the, I know we uh, talked about some of the, the dark stuff with social media. But that's the beautiful beauty part of it, about man. some of the stuff, man. If you pull, if you realize it's all the extremes. And it's just people being the funniest they could be or the darkest they could be. Mm-hmm. It is the greatest place on earth. Mm-hmm. It is it is so funny, man. It's an escape from reality. When it becomes your reality and you believe what you're watching is the trend. If you start making life decisions right. based off posts, that's when we got to have a different conversation. Because even with AI tech, I don't believe pictures no more. Nah. And that's why I love X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Cause like if you go on Twitter, we're X, and like they put a picture up the other day. Mama like, made you Twitter. I'm gonna call you Twitter. Yeah, mama, exactly. <laughs> they put up a picture of Diddy, and he had like his head down at like some kind of villa or something. And the post was the caption was like Diddy a day after the the, the allegations, and X oh, put up under yeah, the bottom yeah. like actually this is a picture from 2021. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're like they course correct. So you can go on face or you can go on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and you'll think. You looking at a picture from yesterday if you don't know no better. But Twitter will like put a caption under the bottom. Like even they'll do that shit on like games where people will be like, I don't um like you'll see them some of them ads that'll be like, uh, I don't uh I I don't get paid till Thursday. Well play this play this game of 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 uh solitaire or Mm Or spades and win an extra fifty dollars, and they'll be like, "Actually, it's bots, and you won't win any extra money." Like they'll shut all that shit down on there. Shout out to Elon Musk for that. That's only I do like that about X because they don't let that bullshit yeah. ride. They don't other let fake other news than that, ride. He kind of asked to. He is, but at least you won't be on there fool thinking you watching yeah, a legit true. picture. That's true. Oh, you know how sometimes they put a picture of a worm inside a chicken, a giant eagle, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, "Watch out for this," and they'll be like, "Actually, this is computer generated picture, and it's not real." Like they'll. Diffuse the bullshit that you'll mm-hmm. see on another site. But uh, real quick, I know we get up out. We'll get this Browns game going. I just wanted to get y'all thought process on one of the most diabolical women in the history of the Here world. We go. So, if you don't know, Larsa Pippen is the <laughs> speaking of Scottie Pippen meme is the ex-wife of Scottie Pippen, mm-hmm. the the, Who's the, now? the father. I mean, the mother of Scottie Pippen Jr. Who plays on the G League of the Lakers? Mm-hmm. Um, she is now dating Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan. Marcus Jordan, Michael Jordan, and Marcus, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen used to be teammates. They did a couple good Bulls. things together. Did a couple good things, like six, six of them, mm-hmm, six <laughs> championships. She is now dating his son, and they are engaged to be married. To be married, and she has just announced that she will be taking his last name once she gets married. She will be Larsa Pippen. She will Jordan. be Larsa Pippen Jordan, or Larsa Jordan. She might have some class, but she's trolling the fuck out of him. This is the most diabolical woman. This she she going down as one of. This no, is, I want to really hurt you. I want to hurt you because she kept pipping. Yeah. She kept pipping on the back of her name. 
and was out here fucking future and all them. So it was almost like I'm gonna let the world know that I'm your ex and I'm out here in these streets. Right. Then you get with your like fellas, just think about your girl. Here we go. I'm not about to I'm not about to do specific names, but you got a girl. You got a wife. You got mm-hmm. a wife. Mm-hmm. You and your wife break up. One of your niggas' son turned 18. She marry your niggas' son and take his last name. Now your girl walking around, whatever, F, X name, Lucius. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. I come Let me from tell a, you something, DJ I, Brainstorm. I come from a little town called East Cleveland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's a, that, if I'm Scotty Pippen, everybody in that Jordan family got to catch these hands, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, does he does he have a legitimate beef with Michael? Let's start there. Nah, nah, they ain't got nothing to do with Mike. Because from what I heard, from what I read about it, Mike don't even like the fact that the son is dating her. Okay. From what I read, even though so Mike was, get a pass. All right. So, so, we I, still I, I know was so like, me and you still cool. All right. <laughs> 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 now what about the little nigga you raised? You know nah, yeah. Right. That's just that is a crazy man. She take that name. Her name turned to be Larsa. Jordan, I mean, she. Man. Which is the bigger last name, Pippin or Jordan? Jordan. Jordan, Jordan. So that's of course she's taking that name. I mean, it's just and I know people, why she ain't dropped Pippin when she got divorced because she didn't want to. Pippin, Pippin made money for it. I feel like, and that brings me to another point. I feel like if you, I feel like in a court of law, if you get divorced, that if if the woman takes your name, I think it should automatically go back to her maiden name. That's a good yeah. point. You probably should, in a sense. I mean, think about it. Did, did Shani ever give her give up the O'Neal? I don't until know until she got married. Because I saw a post a few days ago uh, where she's somebody something on Shade Room where they had posted something about her, and she got in the comments like, you know, respectfully, my na- my last name is Henderson or something now, uh, whatever okay. it is. Okay. And she's married to like a pastor or something. Mm-hmm. But before that, I think she went by Shawnee O'Neal for did. forever. She so did. I mean, if if, if last names mean but that she much, she ain't fucking Penny Hardaway's son. I mean, but. but oh, <laughs> <laughs> And then her name was Shawnee Hardaway. Shawnee but but Hardaway. my point is like if, if last names mean that much for you to hop in the comments, I understand it's different now. So I'm yeah, not I, I get yeah, it. I got you. But if it means that much to you, Shawnee, why didn't you drop the O'Neal? <laughs> exactly. And go back to your to, respectfully because because, because <laughs> right. respectfully, O'Neal still made you more money. It was yep. that it's, it's the likeness. Name. It's the likeness of the name. God. That's why she kept it. Yeah. She knew it would be it would create opportunities and different stuff for her. This is a dialogue. Not to say that she's not a talented black, you know, woman. Uh, nothing like that. Nothing no, like that. No, I'm no. Not, not not trying to say that. Trying to come on now, like you, no. you married to fucking Shaq. You know, let's She created let's content honest. and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Off that name. Yeah. Period. So I just think that that's 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 a wild shit, man. So Yeah, man. I feel bad for Scotty, man. Scotty had to play second fiddle to Jordan's home. God damn. That nigga's a sidekick. If that ain't never been a sidekick ass nigga. I'm going to start calling that nigga Robin Pippen. God damn, boy. <laughs> that nigga took a rat man, Robin to a nigga Batman to a whole nother extreme. God, I would fight the whole family. Not just, not off the, but nigga, I didn't have to be, I got my greatness question because of this nigga. Niggas question whether or not I was really good or if it was him. Right. Then I got this badass motherfucker to marry me. Now she got his last name. Yeah. Give so, it and, up. And, Damn. And uh, can I say this? God responds. And, and Corleisha, I love you. Um, and she's like, you know, we've never been through a name change. It's a hassle. I, just watching her go through the stuff of, yeah, you get married and you got to change your last name and you got to change your documents. You got to change your, your, you know, you change your stuff from driver's licenses and stuff like that. Social security guard. It's it's a hassle. Um 
it's it's a hassle for us. It's a hassle for anybody that has to go through it. But I think someone who probably has a few uh, ten or so M's in the bank or whatever, yeah. I think I think it. she could take a day and get it all taken care of. And I don't I don't think it's going to yeah. be that rough for her. Like you had to take a day off work or half a little day and go over to the social security place or whatever and get the new card and mm. go to the BMV and all the, I, I get it. Yeah, whatever. But I think Larsa would have been okay. I think Shawnee <laughs> would have been all right, right to get that last name. Listen, that's why Scotty looking like he's stressed out. <laughs> right. Scotty, look, Scotty, Scotty is a nigga. You a victim. Like Scotty, <laughs> he's a victim. I feel so bad for Scotty Pippen, man. Yeah. Damn, that's tough. Man, come on, man. I, man I, Can you imagine the jokes like we do it right now? <laughs> that's why That's why Scotty can't stand Mike right that's now. That's why he can't stand Mike. He can't Mike. stand Mike right now. He can't shake this nigga, man. Mm-mm. Nah. It was, it's and it's like, even worse than Mike. Like, I don't even want this to be happening, big bro. Like, like he on that, boy. <laughs> I can't stand a nigga that act like I ain't even got nothing to do with this big dog. Like, <laughs> this, this shit happening right. outside of my control. Mm. You Michael fucking Jordan. <laughs> okay. Cut the nigga off. Fire him from being the head of the Jordan brand. Well, right. now she's Lisa fucking Jordan. Oh. In more ways than one. No. <laughs> In more ways than one. Right. Damn, man. Yeah, man. Oh, well. All right. Well, we'll get on and get up out of here. We'll keep it a little shorter this week. I know the Browns goes off at 430, so yeah. it, ain't, it ain't a huge, huge rush today. The last couple of weeks, we happen to, we've been trying to rush home for a four o'clock kickoff. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me ask y'all one thing real quick. Let's wrap up on this. Uh, how many memories do y'all have tied to music? We all music oh, people shit. here. Because I was watching the... I, I, I actually like the R&B money podcast. A, that, we ain't going to get uh, out of here on that. But, uh, but Michael B. Cox was... Yeah. I was watching this interview. That was on there recently. Michael B. Cox obviously has written bangers mm-hmm. for people over the years. Huge, huge songs. Mm-hmm. I found out in that interview also that I didn't know J.D. wrote songs like that. No mm-hmm. Jermaine Dupree? Yeah. yeah. Like that he that he said he didn't know till he started working with JD that JD writes songs. So a lot of this stuff that comes out, JD is writing these songs. But anyway, but he was just talking about just his memories of doing stuff and having music playing or whatever. He used to be even talking about how now even to this day as a grown person, it's the reason why he still put music puts music on when he's getting dressed to go somewhere. And I'm just like, and it got me to think, like, yo, how many memories do you got tied to music? Mm. Like just over the course of your life, just I mean, I off the top of my head, two that just popped in my head was the first car I bought. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, um, the um, Life and Times Sean Carter Volume 3, it just came out in December of 99. I got my first car in January of 2000. And all I could think about is the, the, how, the how the album starts, you know, with the, put you know, your put your windows down, even if it's winter and all that yeah. shit or whatever. And that was me. <clears throat> That's the first CD I played in my car and shit. You know what we I'm saying? With my brother, we went down to the, uh, what's it called? Downtown on Life. Um, the Galleria, okay, and got it from like a uh, FYI music mm-hmm. in there, and he did the same. Yeah, yeah so, so I, I, that's something I remember distinct. I, be, I distinctly remember um, the summer of two thousand. So again, my first car, and just I mean, the JE was out then, the JE Heartbreak, and I mean, just every night, it's like every time I was coming home from work, it's like that was that was like the soundtrack of my mm-hmm. summer for whatever reason. JE Heartbreak CD. Damn. So okay. It's a couple. It's two. It's it's a it's a gang of them. But the two that stand out the most whenever I hear the songs is um, for, so for the lesser one of the two, the uh, the the Mary J. Blige, the gotta be with you, gotta be with you, gotta be with you. Mm-hmm. The, uh, You've been too strong for too long, mm-hmm. and I can't. That was when I first got my job at Enterprise, and I had to do pickups and drop offs. It seemed like every single time I got in the car, that song was on. That fucking song was on. Mm-hmm. I started the job in December. It was cold out all the time. It was snowing, mm-hmm. and I could. All, it, that reminds me of 
snow windshield wipers, like looking at a Google fucking printout of a address to get to somebody's house to do a pickup. Like that shit. I I hate that song because of that. And then the other one is Oh, one, and you know what? That's one he talked about. So that's one of um, Brian Michael Cox wrote. Really? That was his first big one. And I he love did the song. But I just everybody. Heard it so much. That's him. Man. And just the story behind it. How is how? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. One, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the reason why I think I love Bone so much is because when they hit, I was going through a lot of shit. So while their songs don't necessarily have anything to do with the moment, mm. I lit me so. Shoot 'em up, the song from the Great White Hype soundtrack. Mm-hmm. That reminds me, my mother and father broke up, and uh, I missed half my eighth grade year, and so I didn't graduate at the end of the school year. Mm-hmm. I had to go to summer, summer school before I went to Shaw. And I used to my my they had broke up. We had moved to 105 with my grandmother, and I, it was too far. My father didn't have a car, so I couldn't go to school. And so we finally got an apartment on Neela, um, upstairs, right next to um. Right next to, uh, right, right across you from that um, laundromat I was talking about, um, and next to Aldi, not Aldi's, yes, Aldi's now. Anyway, save a lot, save a lot, save a lot. Mm-hmm. On Noble, uh, we got an apartment up there, and I used to have to walk down all the way down Neela and then down to Kirk every day and back in the summer to go to summer school, and I would listen to like. Bone shoot them up, and then it's an everyday thing when, when you, you let, let your nuts, nuts hang. I would yeah. listen to them songs all that was that was in the heaviest of rotations. I'll be listening to them, and I'll be acting like I was like on stage performing them songs. I know them songs from beginning to end, word for word, bar yeah. for bar, and like that reminds me of walking back and forth to Kirk during summer school. And every time I hear the song, it's almost like I'm walking back and forth to summer school, man. Mm-hmm. Like living in that little apartment upstairs, man. Damn. Yeah, it's but that's not even like R. Kelly TP2 dot com. When I hear that do no do no do that is freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. I can see the fucking configuration of the dorms. My dorm was right, my room was right here, and it was kind of like an L, and Gene's room was right there with his roommate. And then across the hall, it was it was a room across the hall, but then it was a small hallway, and down at the end of that hallway was Ed's room. And we was shout in like a little, his birthday. It was boom. Yep, shout out to Ada's birthday. But it was, yeah, it we is. was boom, yep. boom, boom. And like that was that was the soundtrack of freshman year. It's one of the reasons why I can't shake R. Kelly. Yeah. I can't. It, the moment I hear that song, that album come on. There's mm-hmm. nothing I can do, man. Yeah. It just put you I, in the space. It put me in the space. I think uh Let me see. Um Broke up with my <laughs> Broke up with my high school sweetheart right out of high school and moved to Atlanta, Georgia. I literally ran from Cleveland and just left and went to Atlanta. And the song that was there was Carl Thomas Emotional Mm. and uh, Wish I Never Met Her. That whole emotional CD, Mm -hmm. period. That whole Carl Thomas CD. Um, After that, let me see. Damn. Hmm. Oh. Every time I go to Atlanta, Georgia and visit my family, it reminds this song reminds me of just being a kid, being with my cousins down there and riding on the freeway, going to Six Flags and different shit. Uh, Ghost Town DJs, my boo. Mm. Is that what I it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, every, time, every time I go to Atlanta or even mm. think I'm going to Atlanta, that's the first thing that pops in my head is Ghost Town DJs. 
Yeah, it's so man, that's a hell of a question, man. It's so much. Yeah. That whole uh that whole uh um creeping on the come up ball album reminds me of eight fifty hymns deal. The house burned down now. Burned after we moved out. But I, I sat on that porch. I never forget when I found the, st- the tape. My cousin Maurice had moved in with us. And I never heard about Bone. And I found that damn tape. Mm-hmm. And I put that shit in my walkman. And I was sitting on the front porch. And our porch had that um, fake AstroTurf green shit on there. You know what I'm talking about? On the stairs. Oh, on, yeah, no, on the, yeah, on yo, the porch the and on yeah, the stairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it had the fake AstroTurf. And I'm sitting there like like lean back with my hands mm-hmm. in the turf. And I'm listening to Bone. And I, I, I had to listen to Bone for I don't even know. I just had never heard nothing like it. So I just kept listening to that shit over and over and over and over on that fucking porch, man, sitting outside. Like, I can see the shit. Like, that's crazy. Music, yeah, music is, yeah. yeah. The fucking uh, Sprinkle Me, man. That album remind me of being in the basement on, on Alveson. On that big ass, I saw a, a, a picture the other day. People, you remember, everybody had the stereo inside the case with the glass thing, with the, with the magnet, the clink. They're closed with the big ass speakers. Mm-hmm. Never used to put the CD in there and play that shit loud as hell in the basement. Yeah, man. That whole E40 album. But yeah, it's a lot of stuff, man. Uh, I, James on, on YouTube said '96 um, just making the like mixtapes with uh, like the oh. Hail Mary and Bout It Bout It and stuff on it. Oh yeah, Bout It Bout It reminds me of being in East. I never. I don't know what summer it was. '95 maybe '96 yeah. when Bout It came out. I'm I. I'm trying not to exaggerate. So, nigga, check me if I'm exaggerating. No. I'm talking anywhere from five to ten times a day. Yeah. You would hear at maximum capacity about it playing out of somebody's oh, about car. It, about <laughs> the run about <laughs> it was unreal. The run about it had it was, when it came out, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing that bass line. No. What, on every, I say that, no other song in life, yeah, no other song in life other than that. In the 50 run, when Get Rich or Die yeah. Trying, all throughout the hood, them are two songs I just, uh, and, or yeah. spaces that it's just, no matter what, when it hit, it just took over Wankster everything. Wankster or, was junior year of college. In my room, I had a little, I thought it was smooth-ass stereo. It was a little small stereo, but that shit Yeah. But that Wankster? Bruh. That Get Rich or Die Trying, Man, that's when I shit. first moved to the west side of Cleveland. Oh, okay. i never forget it. Kmart was still open. And I went and bought that album out of Kmart. I never super Kmart at that. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Super no, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, but, we, was, we were talking about this yesterday. Um, uh, we was watching something. We was just maybe just on our phones, me and Leah. But uh, um, that's what friends are for the good times, the bad uh, times. Yeah, 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 and uh, and Stevie, Stevie Wonder. I remember being. My mother had an apartment on uh, Woodworth and Hayden. Next to where G Spot detailing is, mm-hmm. right next to it is an apartment building. We used, yep. to have, she, we used to have an apartment over there, right there, at I, Woolworth. Yeah, yep. I remember me and her mm-hmm. in there like dancing and shit. I oh, had to be like up. five, six. That's what's up. Like young, 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 young. But that was one of my first. Like I love this. You know, I'm gonna mm-hmm. play this all the time. It was that? And my father used to play like after music was the soundtrack to everything. It's like everything my parents did involved music. If we was cleaning, it was music. Yeah. When my mother was cooking, it was music on. Like it was yeah. always music was everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. man, that's a hell of a question. Man. I, so a couple more from the feed. I, uh, I know Carlisha said that uh, her college time, like the blaming on the alcohol, was that she used to be playing a lot um, during the college time. Um, Ryan, what up? To, what up to Titan? He said, uh, "My life and to share my world" by Mary mm-hmm. J. Blige. Yeah. I mean, those are those are good ones. Um, mm-hmm. 
uh, I know and then Amber said that you know just breakups and graduations and funerals like that's the thing like you like mm-hmm. I think there's just so many moments that we could just pinpoint something like I could think about songs like eight late 80s early 90s I, um, <laughs> um, I, every time Superwoman come on by Karen White. Yeah. I'd be like, I just distinctly remember my aunts and them playing that mm-hmm. song or songs like that when we was yeah. like over their house or like on the way to go visit my grandmother, on the way to Toledo and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like that was their people. Stephanie Mills, stuff like that. Like that was yeah. that time that that was their peoples or whatever. I got t- uh, uh, two two memories real quick because I know we're getting, getting up out of here. It involved the same person. Mm-hmm. It involved Dollar Bill. Mm-hmm. It involved Billy. Number one was our us being in middle school at Kurt and we always listen to Top Authority. That's number mm. one. That's one of them. Top yeah. Authority. And then the other one was me and him always going every Friday down to Kent State to hoop. Mm. And we will always listen to the fucking Set It Off soundtrack. Oh, yeah. That fucking album. I love that fucking Real, album. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. So I was about to bring one up but then I got to get right back to what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, I, re- I remember I know I'm a I know I'm a stand for these niggas, but I don't give a fuck. But I remember hearing Crossroads. I don't think people understand, man. For for me, maybe it's just because my love of music it was like '70s music. It was when I heard Bone the first time on the porch. But then when I was over my mother's, it was like my family, but my mother's best friend Kathy House, me and Antonio, her son, and the first time I heard Crossroads come on the radio, mm-hmm. that one. And then they played the first time I hold I heard. R. Kelly's uh, Bumping Ground remix back to back. They played it back to back to back. And I was recording that shit. I, re- I hit the record button and 93.1 played that shit three times in a row. And I'll never forget I had a tape and it would play three times in a row. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like I remember sitting on, on his dining room floor and he had a little radio and we played, we uh they played Crossroads for the first time. And we was like, what the fuck did we just hear? Like it was the coldest cut we'd ever heard. But nigga. The thing that the world will never be able to recreate is the fucking soundtrack era. Yeah, I agree with the that. The soundtrack era of the 90s was some of the best music ever, man. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. It was like playlists, basically. What we yeah. do nowadays. But they, had, they had who's who are artists oh, on the soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Those soundtracks used to be fire, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, that was... that was uh, Them, them the movies was Nutty great, but they all came out with dope-ass soundtracks. I love the First Night Professor soundtrack. That one's good. It Nigga, got it. Minister Society I, 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 think, I think that's the one that introduced Music Soul Trial, um, mm, the first, the first mm-hmm. um, Nutty Professor soundtrack. But like, like you said, that one, something like that, like yeah. you said, the Set It Off soundtrack. Or, Grow up uh, to be a straight up menace, Gia. Oh, like, man. oh that's it, man. <laughs> and you should get a who's who of artists mm-hmm. back then. And that was the thing. Like, I don't think the world, like, we'll hear dope songs in a movie now, but we are we had never heard these songs. Right. And they would be through the whole movie. It would be at the party. The, the first time we heard them songs was at the party in Minnesota Society when they pulled up. Yep. Like, that was the first time we heard the songs. You know what I'm saying? It was the first time we heard the songs in Boys in the Hood. It wasn't like a Drake song we already knew that was played in a movie. Right. We in the movies like, oh, shit, that song hard. It, you know what I'm saying? Even Baby Boy was playing a Tupac song that was already out. Yeah. The only one they had in there was, um, you're just a baby boy. You know, right. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, the, yeah, the mixtape, I mean, not the mixtape, the soundtrack era was something special, man. It really was. Shit, that was almost as exciting as the movie coming out. Hmm? Yeah. That's like when I hear Wilson, I know we're getting up out of here, but that's like when I hear um, Simply Red, I keep on holding on. I think about loving basketball. 
I believe that was on that soundtrack. Yeah. I believe this yeah. nigga, this this nigga just at a back family was. I know everybody got it here, but the, macro, <laughs> the macaroni and cheese and the sweet potato pie on the way out the oven. You be like, hold on, nigga, we ain't leaving. Go get a plate. The fuck you mean? <laughs> on your way out the door. Everybody sit back down. The fuck oh, is we talking shit. about? <laughs> the macaroni and cheese about to come out. This nigga said, I know everybody get up out of here. Dig into your cranium for your most amazing thoughts and memories of your life. Oh, <laughs> we, can, we can do a whole podcast on this shit. Right, right. Got it. Not to mention it's a pound, it's a pound <laughs> oh, cake coming out the oven too. We can appear the pound cake coming too. And I got red velvet cheesecake yeah, coming man. for you niggas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no, yeah, that's that's a hell of a year. Music is so it's so vital, man. Yeah. And you really don't even know until a song comes on. Like I know I know that happened to people all the time, mm-hmm. man. You listen to it, say like, God damn, this just took me back. <laughs> it's so crazy how much that shit can I wonder why that happens. Man. I wish we could get a psychologist on here or some shit. Right, yeah. That's what we need to work on there. Memories, man. Yeah, me- memories. Could Good you imagine bad. life without memories? Hell no. It's bad memories are tied to music, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Memories is just something weird. I mean, it's just, <coughs> it's just period of feelings Excuse or whatever. Me. It's just all weird. I always say it's, it's the strangest thing in the world happened to me like in the summer. There's a perfect temperature that I can feel that remind it takes me instantly mm. to... Because I, I grew up, we didn't have AC in the house. Mm. We had a fan on at, in, in your room at night mm-hmm. so you just hot but you sleep with the window open you got the fan on you wake up in the morning like if it rains or something it cools off mm-hmm. and there's a, you wake up in the morning now it's, it's just a hint of cool in the air mm-hmm. and it's like a perfect temperature I don't know what it is but whenever <laughs> whenever I feel that temperature it, it takes me back to 14205 wow. Savannah Avenue on that second bed on that second floor in my bedroom yeah. of any morning I woke up when it was Blazing hot the night before, but it was cool in the morning, and you got ah oh, shit. Let me grab this little sheet from off of here and cover up. You know, just like it's just it's it's, it's amazing how memories work and how yeah. one little small thing yeah. triggers one little thing in your mind, and, and it, mm-hmm. it it puts me literally right in that bedroom. Damn, mm-hmm. but this all is a this is a full circle ass podcast. This all goes because I'm when you saying that I'm thinking about it was this time my, my cousin Maurice, like I said, he moved in with us. We lived on Helmsdale. Mm-hmm. He was from 88th and Superior. Um, the, uh, this is ninety, so it's Crips down there. I don't, you all remember Hilltop Boys mm-hmm. and Hot Sauce Niggas was Bloods, right? So he got into it with somebody at Eli's or Neela Park Deli, one of the two up there on Noble, and they chased his ass back down the street. So it was like five, six of them. I had to be in like sixth grade, and I guess he had a gun up in the attic, like tucked in the um the stuffing or whatever the case. The little ducks, yeah. So um. I, I came, I'm like, oh, I told my father, I went to his room, I said, Marie's about to go <laughs> get a gun. Yeah, yeah. And so my father came out, and we was on the second floor. So we had we had a porch on the second floor, and we looking down on the hymns, onto the street, and it's like five or six niggas in front of the house. And so it's my father on the porch. I'm a couple steps behind my father on the porch, and Maurice is in the house. Then I think my brother Dion, somebody else might have been there, because he was talking to somebody in the house. But I, rem- I can see the niggas positioned outside the front of the house and my father having to talk them niggas down. I don't know what that is in your brain mm-hmm. that takes snapshots of certain shit and you can remember, like if you, because I can close my eyes and see it, I can't write and draw. I mean, I can't draw that good, so I couldn't like read, but if the picture is right there, I close my and I have eyes open. I can see the niggas position. Mm-hmm. There's a couple niggas on the sidewalk, a nigga in the driveway, there's a couple niggas in the street. And Maurice is in the house, and I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with this nigga, but if Mo got a gun, these niggas might have one. But my yeah. father up, and he talked them niggas down, man. Yeah. And they ain't nobody do shit. But like, 
it, the full circle moment is like we, we was like we was talking about the shit at the beginning of the pod. When you can, if if I'm a nigga that's Ti or Jeezy or Jay Z, and I can recreate that story with great penmanship to a dope ass beat mm-hmm. and make niggas love it, how could you not romanticize that story? Yeah, you got villains, you got a hero, you got a nigga in turmoil, you got a kid who's seeing the shit with nerves. All of that shit is a romanticized mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. And if I can articulate that in a way that makes the masses want to purchase my art, you will have niggas attention for the rest of their life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the fucked up part. That's the part, that's the hardest part of this journey to try to figure out how we tell our story as black people and not glorify our story. You know what's right. funny? You telling that is is last thing I'll say is that I think in a sense a space both of y'all dads. But really, your dad, because your dad has always had the 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 sayings and the stuff like mm-hmm. that. If you read that that book by Rich Paul, mm-hmm. his dad reminds me of your dad mm-hmm. a lot. I'm telling you, <coughs> but I, I think I think both of y'all will see some parallels in it mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, like if you read that book, he, the way wow. he talked about his relationship with his dad and how his mm-hmm. dad was in the community and the stuff and how it's like that story right there is something exactly that his dad would have done or is. did do, mm-hmm. literally. I, I honestly think wow. you'll see I'm a, a lot I'm of I'm going to read this book, it. man. I'm going to read yeah, I just ordered this one book. I'm, a, I'm about to order it, man. I'm about to order it. I just well, I ain't going to sit there and say I support him all like that because I got it from the library. No, I got you. Know. you. I'm, no, I'm going to order yeah. it, man, because I'm about to build up my, uh, my... I just ordered this book to power it now. I got it. I, I got to get a bookcase where I'm basically put all my books up because, yeah. uh, you know, the, the wife is going to talk about me because they're still in the box in the Look, basement or whatever. Uh, I'm telling y'all niggas, this is a book called New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose. is a hell of a book. Yeah, y'all need to get a chance read it. My brother put me onto a couple years ago. It's a hell of a book. Man. I'm, I'm, I'm at to remind you to give me the name of it again. Yeah. I just ordered the shit. I just ordered. I'm, I'm ordered this book. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read that shit after I read uh, the Power of Now. Okay, but yeah, I, I I think you're gonna see a lot of parallels for that because again, that's one of those things of reading the book is just being like his dad didn't have all the answers and all this stuff or whatever. But it's like you got to give what you got. Though. Yeah, you got to you got you got to give listen. what you got. And if you love, people, and even even sometimes the shit might be. For, from the outside looking in, it might be kind of fucked up in the sense of whatever, but you got to get what you got. And what that man gave to his son mm-hmm. really did help shape his son into being mm-hmm. who he turned out to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you got to get what you got. Yeah. All right. All right. We can wrap up so we can get on home for this uh, for this football game today. Hopefully get a victory. Uh, what y'all call it? Win or loss today? I'm going to say win. I'm going to say win today. God, he... he God, you talk. This the biggest Browns fan. He had to put his head on the microphone. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm gonna say win today, man. They needed to split in the West, and I'm gonna say win today. I don't know how. I really don't know how because they probably shouldn't win today. But I'm gonna say win. Yeah, I, I, eight and four, and then buckle up for the last five games to see if you make the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna say win. I don't know. I really don't know. But I will say this much too. I saw LeBron say he's going to the game. That's like the kiss of death. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he's lost. He <laughs> <laughs> <We> lost. LeBron, <laughs> <That nigga, man. laughs> go to sleep, man. Right. Why are you getting into it with, uh, what's the name? He got into it with uh, Ume. Yeah. Ime, Ume, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he got into it and Ime got kicked off the game or whatever. But all right. Um, so we going to get out of here, man. Um, uh, Dev, um, um, who I go first? Playboy, give him all your shit. All right, man. Let's play with it. <laughs> What do I say? At, at the end of the day, it's play with a DJ, play with D-A-T-J. 
Man, you can find me on Instagram, Playboy underscore James3. You can find me on Facebook under my government. If you know me, you know me. They know you. And you can find me on all DMSG Boy platforms, man. Great show. And we like four for four, man. Shit. I'm, I'm loving this shit, man. Uh, we'll catch y'all next week, man. Peace. Uh, regular time next week, y'all. Yes. Back yes. in the evening next Might week. have a guest. I'm going to try to work on him this week. So okay. Dev, give him all your shits. Uh, it's Big Dev, man. Um, do what do what needs to be done. What needs to be done, whether you like it or not. So we're Big Dev two one six everywhere, man. Everywhere, everywhere. DMST one six at yahoo.com Questions, comments, concern, feedback, all of that stuff. Uh, thank y'all for hanging out with us on Facebook and YouTube today, uh, and uh, and participating in the conversation. Like we said, we going back until getting our guests out. So I know we we working on. I know you got somebody in mind. We'll wrap about it real quick too, right before we get out of here. I got somebody in mind I might reach out to. Um, but again, to people that's watching too, you know, when y'all sitting at home on Sundays and y'all just chilling, y'all want to come up here and kick it with us on a Sunday, reach out to us. Um, you know, we will literally have you on as a guest. So uh, we look forward to talking to a lot of people soon. So we'll be back next Sunday, regular time, 6 o'clock, 6.37, somewhere in between there. Uh, so it may be cloudy today, which it is, but the sun will come out tomorrow. And as long as you are here under the sun, live your life to the best of your motherfucking ability. I am DJ Brainstorm for you on all social media. That is DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter. You better be truly humble under God. <laughs> <laughs> and push positivity. <laughs> <laughs> we out of here, y'all. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>